Going into our first trailer discussion is going to be for Evil Dead Rise. Evil Dead Rise is the new Evil Dead movie that's going to be coming out April 21st. Um, seems like it's going to be doing some new things with the Evil Dead franchise, um, which after three movies, um, video games, comic books, uh, a TV show, it is yeah, three it, seasons of a t three seasons of a TV show. Yeah, uh, it's crazy it's that how a very niche thing to begin with and premiered on stars, which is not known for giving a lot of genre stuff chances. Yeah. Um, which is kind of crazy how those movies spawned all of this. Um, it's kind of it's kind of wild. Um, and I don't know where this is supposed to be. Like Evil Dead Rise. I don't know if it's supposed to be another like like reboot. Re a sequel type thing, um, uh, because there was a remake, um, you know, such remake reboot of the Evil Dead franchise back in I think it was what 2016 that that movie came out. Um, that was that 2013. Was 2013. That was yeah, that was 2013. That star that was directed by Fede Alvarez with the full blessing of both Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell, and starred uh, my girl Jane Levy. Yeah. Um. Who, which I actually liked the 20. 13 evil dead myself i actually kind of like that the, the 2013 is the 2013 is one is deceptively good it kind of takes the the evil dead franchise and puts it more puts more of its focus back on horror which i think everybody is kind of not taking the horror genre seriously especially at that time so what they instead decided to do was okay let's just make this splatter movie which i think it does so well. It was like some of the best practical gore I've seen in a movie of that budget. Mm, nice. And with this movie, um, with Evil Dead Rise, which um, I saw the trailer for today, um, I like how it's kind of like, it's trying to be like the raid, I guess, of horror movies, uh, where it's all taking place, I guess, in this apartment complex. Um, and uh, this aunt and you know her niece are trying to get out of it and you see kind of all this blood all this you know kind of splattering out um of just trying to escape um and all this uh, all of this complete nightmare fuel with certain household tools <laughs> yeah um which uh, I, I mean what were some of your thoughts on the trailer there so me i know the the, the 2013 remake get shit but it's a movie that I really love. I recognize that it's a very flawed film, but it's one that I have a lot of appreciation for, mostly through its uh, use of practical gore. But the fact that they tried to have a spin on this Cabin in the Woods movie where they give the cast a legitimate reason for why they wouldn't just leave at the first sign of trouble because that film was structured around an intervention for a drug addict. So they have a reason to like not leave at the first sign of trouble and with this film i see a lot of that a lot of similar things in the tone of it with uh how violent how brutal it's getting in terms of its cinematography but i also think that it's a refreshing change of scenery for a franchise of this type because when you think evil dead you think one of the original cabin in the woods movies and I like the idea of taking this and putting it into more of an urban setting and a lot of playing with a lot of that isolated claustrophobia that comes with living in an environment like that. Mm. 
Yeah. I like there's a really cool shot, like a POV shot of where her face is all bloodied, um, which is a nice like POV <laughs> shot that looks really good. Um yeah, so I like to say, it, you know, it's taking it from the cabin that we've traditionally seen. We've seen that over and over again into a new environment, so that might give it a fresh feel uh, here. Um, you have directing this Lee Corin um, is directing this. Um, his previous, uh, the previous work includes um, they did some short films, Ghost Train, Billy and Chuck. Uh, their feature film, the only other feature film, was a movie called The Hole in the Ground, which was in 2019 here, um, which I have not seen. Um, so you also have kind of in this cast like some unknown name people i've never really heard of lily sullivan before um i've never really seen these uh, um actors uh in anything else uh before so um you know kind of some relatively unknown people you have do have uh elisa sutherland who was in vikings um that was kind of a, she was in that um so that all kind of really well i think I can get why somebody would be very trepidatious of that, just hearing all of that, but Cronin was handpicked by Sam Raimi to write and direct the movie, mm. which at the time was titled Evil Dead Now, and that was from a story back in uh, June of 2020. Yeah. Do you think uh, the chainsaw, do you think that's just, that's too much, like it's, you know, doing too many references back to the old Evil Dead? Do you think that's just too much? I mean... As much as I love the 2013 movie, that was one of the things that kind of got on my nerves because the entire thing of that movie was playing around with which of these characters is going to end up being the new Ash of this franchise if it ended up going on, which it ended up being more grating than I think uh, Raimi and Co. would have intended. For the Chainsaw, I think, you know... One of them just came back from a trip out in the woods. It looks like if they find a way to make it work in the in the film, then I don't have a really big problem with it. Hmm. I don't know. Sure, I, could, I could see them. I mean, if you're going for a fresh environment, could switch it up. You know what I mean? Like use a tool that is common, I guess. You know what I mean? Do something like that. I don't know what maybe. I mean, use I mean they're already. I mean, they're already using plenty of tools that are just injecting the right amount of nightmare. If you yeah, I think uh, we see a sewing needle and a cheese grater, which uh, yeah, you know, I don't know what's what's very common that you could use in an apartment complex. I don't know a satellite dish, like t take a satellite dish and start cutting people in half with it. I uh, you know use something like that. Um, yeah, um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. Um, you know. I, I, you know, usually the output from the Evil Dead franchise, at least from my point of view, has been pretty good. I like Evil Dead 1, 2, Army of Darkness. Maybe I think maybe some people are mixed on Army of Darkness, but um, how campy it got. Um, I really enjoyed the TV show. Um, I want to finish the TV show. Um, and yeah, I mean, and I actually want to see them finish the story of the TV show, like maybe in animated form, uh, because Bruce Campbell, I know he said like, I'm too old to be doing this shit. I can't be getting covered in blood and, you know, doing, I'm just, I'm getting too old for this. I can't do this anymore. Um, uh, Hey, it, it, it's, it's why he's an executive producer. Him and Raimi are this because, yeah. you know, we're too old for this shit. I mean, Raimi took great pleasure in beating the shit out of Bruce Campbell for evil dead too. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Do you think Bruce Campbell makes an appearance in this movie? You think is that's because it happened in 2013? Uh, yeah, it, it did in 2013, but it was pretty much just for fan service, which I think 
it, it was a post-credit standard for fan service, which I think is the way to have done it, at least for that film, because it's going for a completely different tone than any of the original Evil Dead trilogy at the time. And I think if you're trying to follow more with the tone of the remake, then I think it's kind of doing a disservice if you do a cameo of Bruce Campbell. However, I fucking love Ash. I love this franchise. I love every single one of these movies. I love Ash versus Evil Dead. And it's almost kind of precious to... It's kind of one of those precious things where it's almost like it's not Evil Dead unless Ash is there in some capacity. So will I be mad if Ash shows up and it doesn't make sense? Probably not. Will I knock it again? Knock it against the movie during my review if he does and it doesn't make sense? Probably. I'd be very hesitant too. Hmm. Well, people let us know. What's the over-under you think of the chances of Bruce Campbell showing up <laughs> and Evil Dead Rise? You let us know. Um... Thank you, Terry Thompson. Thank you for the lurk. Much appreciated, man. Um, also, let's move on. So our next trailer that we are going to discuss is Renfield. Renfield is the movie starring Nicholas Holt and uh, Nicholas Cage. Uh, it's directed by Chris McKay. Chris McKay, who did uh, works like The Tomorrow War, which was the Amazon movie with Chris Pratt, um, which was, uh, I think we, I was like, eh, it's okay, I guess. I mean, I, I think that's how we felt about that movie. It's all right. Yeah, I think pretty much the consensus from us was, I mean, it's all right. Yeah. Um, he also did. He made his directorial it debut. Been, it would have been much better if it did. It would have been much better if it didn't focus on Chris Pratt. Mm. But his directorial debut is what what leads me to give him a lot more leeway, and that was the Lego Batman movie. Well, I think it was just the uh, yeah the Le- yeah the Lego Batman movie, uh, which was really good. Um, really liked the Le- it was almost. I mean, you can make the argument it's the best Batman movie. Um, you can almost make the argument there. It's the best Batman movie. It's the best animated movie of the year. Mm. One of the greatest comic book movies ever. Yeah. Um, so here um, you have Nicholas Holt, who's playing the longtime servant of Dracula, uh, Renfield. Um, he's basically his bitch. I mean, that's basically what it is. Um, you know, he does everything for him, grabs his victims for him, um, you know, cl- wipes his ass, uh, you know, blows his nose, all that type of stuff. Um, and then, you know, you see kind of he's like, OK, I've kind of had enough. Uh, yeah, yeah, Renfield's a character in the original Dracula book. It was, um, he was basically um, Bram Stoker's take on, you know, you got to keep these goddamn foreigners away from our women and our our minorities. They'll end up working for them. Mm. Yeah. So you kind of have, and then you see in this trailer that, you know, it's like, you know what, I'm kind of done with it. You know, I'm done with serving them. I want to move on. Um, I've done it for such a long time. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think think the first line that he gives is, I need help to escape a toxic relationship. (laughs) Uh, You know, so. You have that. I mean, watching this trailer kind of gave me a little bit of like warm bodies kind of vibes, which was another movie mm. that uh, Nicholas Holt was in. Uh, another another kind of genre parody starring Nicholas Holt, which I guess that's his thing now. Yeah, because he was also this year. Um, I mean, he was in the menu, right? I, I got that. He was. I'm getting it right, right? He was that white guy yeah, in the he menu. Was, yeah. He, yes, he was playing Nathan Flynn in the menu. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, so yeah, I got that one right. Um yeah. So uh 
Yeah, so I, I kind of like that. Kind of like he's doing some like, interesting genre bending stuff, like you said. Like, I we really enjoyed him in the menu, um, you know, this past year. It was bo- on both of our best of lists. Um, what were some of your thoughts on Renfield there? For me, with Renfield, I like that we're doing a more comedic take on the technology. Because when you really look at it, it's something that isn't inherently kind of ridiculous, especially when you go back to what... Um, what Bram Stokes was trying to say with that. It was a pretty much very uh, xenophobic novel. It was pretty much just about, you can't trust these foreigners trying to come into our country and steal our women and our jobs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's basically the summation of Dracula. Mm-hmm. And here, I think with a director like McKay and with what I'm seeing in the trailer, you are going to get kind of a parody of that. And this is based on an idea by Robert Kirkman, which... Mm. which for me robert kirkman is very hit or miss but when he hits he is one of the best writers working today especially with the early days of the walking dead and of course invincible which we both ended up loving Mm. yeah um so uh is he so is he writing this movie as well or um it's a screenplay play is by ryan ridley hmm Okay. Uh, a Wikipedia link. But hmm. it says based on an idea, original pitch by comic book writer Robert Kirkman is what it's saying. Hmm. Okay. Um, and Nicolas Cage, you know, of course, he's one of the internet's darlings right now. People love him. Um, and, you know, he's kind of having a, a and, new... And we... And I, I love him, too. Especially after, like, Pig, Color Out of Space, and, of course, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Hmm. Yeah. So it seems like, you know, he's, he's having a really good spot in his career right now. Um, seems like it's a role that he could have a lot of fun with. You don't, which I think was smart with the trailer. This first trailer, you don't see a lot of, he only shows up at the very end, which I think was very smart. Uh, the trailer to do the tease kind of him at the very end there. Um, how do you like Aquafina in this? I mean, how, what's your, what's your general feeling on Aquafina just in general? You know what I mean? Her comedic style and usually in movies now that we. Aquafina is is one of those uh, people on the internet. I will never understand the hate for them. I mean, did they do some questionable shit when they were younger and very early starting out in their career? Yes, but then again, who doesn't? I mean, I joined this show. (laughs) But but just off the strength of something like uh, uh, Rich Asian, stuff like Nora from Queens, Shang-Chi... The farewell. I don't see how anybody can hate on her. I think it's just she's one of those celebrities that it's cool to hate on her right now. So she's basically like the nickelback of Asian celebrities. <laughs> um, I did love the farewell. Farewell is a great movie. I recommend people checking it out. I uh, thought it was one of the better movies of the year, uh, which came out. Um, you know, it came out in 2019. Uh, really, really great movie. Um, if you all have not seen it, um, yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, her comedic style. I mean, I did like her in Shang Chi. Um, I thought she was very good as the best friend. Um, I thought she provided some good comedic relief there. Um, I didn't like they kept. I mean, she shouldn't have stayed all the way to the end and fought in the battle and then she became legless and all that other shit. But um, you know that that's neither here nor there. But yeah, I mean, you know, it depends on how you kind of use her um in the story and what they kind of do this short kind of trailer here this trailer doesn't really give me a good sense of how good she's going to be uh maybe in the movie possibly so you got to maybe watch the whole thing there 
course. Um, yeah, I mean, did you want to say anything else about the trailer? I mean, just by looking at the trailer, I'm a little worried that this is just going to be a watered-down version of something like What We Do in the Shadows, which already has kind of taken the, what if we took these ancient vampires and figures like them and put them in modern day? It's already kind of done what you can with the with a pitch like that. So I'm very curious to see if Renfield can end up doing something different or if it can just be, end up being very fun. Mm, yeah. Which, that is all I'm asking for at the end of the day from a movie like this. It's just, just be fun. Mm. Don't bore me. Don't piss me off. Yeah. How'd you like the action bits in there where you see Nicholas Holt, you know, kind of contorting and, you know, backflipping and doing all that other it's, stuff? Uh, it's a little odd coming from coming from the character Renfield because Renfield has always been portrayed as this kind of very pathetic servant. He's basically just our modern day bootlicker for Dracula, which is kind of a very odd turn to turn him into an action star. Mm. Yeah. But if you can make it work, if you can fill some plot holes within the original Dracula novel with that take, then I don't see why not. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, kind of. I mean, like you bring up what we did in the shadows. Like you have Harvey uh, Gillian's character, who you know you know complete servant to this vampire but he's also this badass vampire hunter you know what i mean like uh he's got the dna of a badass vampire hunter you see him do crazy shit so kind of reminded me of that a little bit there um yeah so that was renfield uh coming out april 13th so relatively close to evil dead rise which is coming out uh the next week uh you know in the 21st looks so like april. yeah <laughs> looks like april's gonna be the month for right now at uh -huh. least for the first half of the year uh, which mo which movie do you think will make more money evil dead rise or renfield if i were a betting man i would say evil dead rise because i think you know just a movie uh, that has the blessing of sam raimi and with as gory as it is i think it'll probably get that bit of word of mouth no and Evil Dead Rise, it is. Oh man, you gotta see this shit. Yeah, Evil Dead Rise is R rated. I think it's R rated. And then I believe this mm -hmm. is Renfield's just PG thirteen. So I don't know. Um, hmm. I'll say I I would I me personally I would go with Evil Dead Rise. Me personally, um, mm -hmm. there because uh, I just think it's got you know it's a franchise movie. It's got you know kind of that stuff kind of going for it. it uh, yeah, it's got it's got franchise identity and. Turning a profit for that movie is not going to be hard because you know horror always ends up turning a profit, no matter how big or small the budget is. Mm -hmm. Um. All right. So that was Renfield, and that uh, we are done with our trailer talk.